This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, second day of trading here this week. What are we seeing so far in the grains? So far, we're seeing a little kind of a delayed turnaround Tuesday. Obviously, the markets are closed on Monday. Had a nice rally coming out of the holiday weekend, giving a little bit of a, giving a little bit of that back, led by the wheat market. Wheat rallied up sharply yesterday on that. We believe that boat attack that sunk that boat in Crimea um, from the Ukrainians attacking the Russians that put a little bit of war premium into the market mark. But in general, what happens on that war premium surges? It lasts 12, maybe 24 hours, and it kind of backs off a little bit. So that's given us a little bit of negative pressure today. Beans are down a little bit. Brazil's rain over the weekend is a little bit disappointing, but some of the meteorologists are saying, hey, we are starting to see some pretty good rains that look like they are going to come in late this week, this weekend, into the early part of next week. Maybe some of the best rains we've seen in a while for the northern part of Brazil. So maybe a little bit of weather premium that was kind of put in yesterday being taken right back out today on the bean complex. We did get a nice Christmas present a little bit early on Friday when they reopened those two rail crossings that we were concerned about that had been closed going into Mexico. How much was that a relief, Jim, just headed into the holiday break? I think it was a psychologically, it was a relief. I think the reality is this, the grain was going to get shipped there. The, the fact of the matter is, you know, Brazil, or excuse me, you know, Mexico has bought a lot of grain from us. It is critical to keep that infrastructure moving, but they really have no other no other police sources to essentially source it if that grain did not get there. But it is a relief. I mean, there was reports that, you know, they had down to, what, 10 days worth of supply of some areas of feed. So, uh, you know, it's good to see. And, uh, you know, it's good for commerce coming back up. The economy is doing very well right now. Consumer spending over Christmas is actually up year on year. So, uh, you know, keeping goods flowing back and forth between those two countries is critical for, uh, you know, both both countries' GDP. Looking at some things here this morning, and I noticed that the last big sale of soybeans to China was on December 19th. Is there any worry that that could have slowed down now and we might be past that? There is a very a legit concern about it. I mean, China was pretty aggressive. They backed off a little bit right now. South American weather, like I mentioned earlier, is getting improvement at this point in time. If their weather would start to improve, their value of their product crop would probably decline, and that might take us back out of the market. So it's something we need to keep an eye on. Now, this rain has not fallen. We'll see if it falls as advertised, but it is definitely a little bit more optimism, at least by some of the weather guys, that this rain pattern is is starting to change and we're going to get it. That's the real question, Mark, is even if we do get rain next week, is it a one-off or are we actually starting to see an atmospheric change as El Nino tops out and they're going to start bringing more and more rain into the northern part of Brazil because the early, early bean harvest, and they're starting some of the earliest bean harvest on record is showing yields at 40-year lows. So it's something we need to keep an eye on. On the other side of the ag marketplace in the protein complex, what did we see there yesterday after the three days off of trade? Well, the cattle market had a kind of a neutral negative cattle feed report. It faded it and rallied late yesterday, which is a good technical sign. I'd argue that maybe this cattle market's trying to put a low in. Um, so I think that's a good sign. Hogs, on the other hand, that hog and pig report was a little bit negative. It did not have a late session rally. It closed weak, so that could argue maybe the hogs are going to go down a little bit more. Plain and simple, we've just got too much pork, not just in the United States, but we got too much pork in the world, and the market's just trying to drive this price low enough to essentially take, essentially reduce supply as well as in, you know increase demand. When we think about the long-term picture for livestock producers, we've been talking with some economists here recently at the network, and they've kind of told us, you know, in, in no in 
kind of layman's terms that if you can get through this rough patch, and yes, it has been a very rough patch, and it looks like next year is going to be maybe a little bit better, but still going to be tough. If you can get through that, though, there is still some light at the end of the tunnel for producers. Would you agree with that sentiment, Jim? I would definitely agree with it. I mean, I think in general, the feed costs, which has been a very hindrance the last couple of years, you know, um, the grain farmer is not going to want to hear this, but in general, I think grain prices are probably going to get a little bit cheaper right now on the hog situation. We're going to get a dynamic change that we haven't seen for years and years and years, up until probably recent history. We, what do we do with beans? We crush beans for the meal, and the oil was the byproduct, plain and simple. It's changing with this renewable diesel, and as we start bringing more of these plants online in the next couple of years, we will be crushing beans for oil meal is actually going to become a byproduct. There is concern in the some of the meal sector that what are we going to do with all this meal? So you are going to see meal prices get lower, so that should also help the input cost. So yeah, I do think we've got to get through it. We are in a rough patch, but I think in the long overarching theme, you still got to be friendly, especially on the protein side of uh, the agriculture. And I know we've talked recently about the oil price and how that ties into the livestock markets. What are we seeing with the oil price right now and those energy prices? It went up, technically hit the 200-day moving average yesterday and pulled back a little bit. But right now, it's a battle between U.S. producing record amounts of crude oil. The shell shell production is phenomenal, offset by the problems going on in the Middle East as they're constraining the fear of that. Essentially, conflict is going to get wider. I think if it does get a little bit wider, you will see Brent crude go up, and that will slowly pull the U.S. crude prices higher. And unfortunately, it does seem like we've had a little bit of news as far as turmoil is concerned in the Middle East almost each and every day here recently, so that could keep that oil price moving, as you mentioned, Jim. What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with agmarket.net for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844 844- 424-6758. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Just a few days left of trading here in 2023. Thanks so much for the information and have a great rest of your week. Thank you and have a happy new year. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down two and a half at 477 and three quarters. January soybeans down six and a half at 1306 and three quarters. January soybean meal down $3.80 at 399.40. January soybean oil down 69 cents at 47.22. Chicago wheat down 10 and a quarter at 626 even. Minneapolis wheat down five and a half at 723 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down eight even at 634 and three quarters. And March oats is up one and three quarters at 370 even. On the Merck, February live cattle up two cents at 170.42. January feeder cattle up 92 cents at 224.47. February lean hogs down 50 cents at 68.80. February pork cutout unchanged at 81.72. Class three milk unchanged at 15.54. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>